This is Change Your Mindset Podcast, the podcast that helps change your life by helping change the mindset of the 99% into the 1% mindset. Here's your host, Adrian Gomez. Welcome back to another podcast episode of Change Your Mindset. As always, I'm your host, Adrian Gomez. This past weekend, Israel was attacked. The Palestinian terrorist organization known as Hamas, which controls the Gaza Strip, did a sneak attack on Israel with powerful rockets over the weekend. Palestinians also invaded Israel, raping, pillaging, and killing. The latest reports say that more than 700 Israelis have been killed. Obviously, this is war. Israel will retaliate forcefully and perhaps try to wipe out this terrorist group and then annex Gaza. The weak Washington leadership is encouraging all the evil players around the world. They have nothing to fear. Even Hamas in the Middle East has decided that a weak government in the United States, they would never have a better chance to attack Israel. This will be a bloody war. It could be worse than anything in several decades. The Gaza Strip is a small area of land, 6 miles wide by 25 miles long. Hamas is a relatively small organization of terrorists, yet it attacked one of the most powerful countries, its neighbor, Israel. This weekend. That makes no sense. There are also reports saying Hamas is using U.S. weapons from Afghanistan and Ukraine. Well, isn't that interesting? The leader of Hamas is urging all Palestinians to join the battle as they launch 5,000 rockets into Israel. The rockets are much more powerful than what have ever been used before. Hamas has lots of money from Iran now because Iran got $6 billion from Washington just a few weeks ago in exchange of releasing a few American prisoners. In response to the exchange, the U.S. Secretary of State basically said, quote, Don't worry, Iran promised to use that money only for peaceful purposes. End quote. Who really believes that? The U.S. has an international oil embargo on Iran. But in the first year of the current administration, Iran's oil exports increased by 76%. Why was this allowed? That is important for those who invest in oil. Washington has been having secret negotiations with Iran, and no one is allowed any information on that. Insiders, again, get great information for their investments. Who gains from this? Amazingly, Israeli intelligence, Mossad, was allegedly caught off guard. That is almost unbelievable as Israel shares a long border with Gaza, the home of Hamas. The Mossad has lots of spies on the ground in Gaza, and they are waging war against the powerful military of the much bigger Israel. That doesn't seem rational. Are we on the verge of something far bigger? How can the enemy prepare 5,000 powerful rockets for an attack without Mossad seeing the signs? The many rockets prepared for firing cannot be hidden. Experts say it must have taken several months to prepare the rocket attack. But the world is to believe that Mossad was asleep for months. We doubt it is a contagion of 
narcolepsy. Hamas even invaded Israeli border cities and the homes of civilians, kidnapping many. Who benefits? Everyone seems to benefit except the innocent civilians on both sides. Hamas gets billions of dollars and sophisticated weapon from its allies in Iran and other well-known countries. Israel gets lots of money and weapons from the U.S. and its friends. Thus, Washington has another distraction for Americans to deflect from what and who is destroying the U.S. Is it possible that Iran will be the power behind the Hamas attacks with weapons, U.S. money, and perhaps terrorists? Is it possible that Iran wants to enrage Israel into a bloody reprisal that will demolish Gaza and tens of thousands of its innocent civilians? forever losing the world's support of Israel. That will be a costly strategy. Or is China involved? The greatest beneficiary of this many, in fact, be China, especially if it is preparing for an invasion of Taiwan. That means it would serve as a temporary diversion. Think about it. It may be possible to hide the truth forever. So far, it has been called an intelligence failure by the media. That sounds like a talking point. Mossad doesn't fail like that. So what is the real reason behind this? One fallout from this attack is that the approaching peace accord between Israel and the Saudis has now been suspended. The U.S. can't be much help in this war as it is allegedly almost out of weapons since our weapons were sent to Ukraine. Even NATO a sort of military supplies. Is this talk to get a big increase in the unaudited military budget? Wars are very profitable for the insiders, but terrible for the civilians. The victims have nothing to do with the causes of a war, and the politicians never have an incentive to stop it. Ukraine is a recent example. The U.S. and Ukraine don't want negotiations with Russia. The next topic I want to talk about is the fake job numbers coming out of Washington. There's an expert from an article written by Zero Heads last week, namely that the BLS statistics are false to the point of being comical. Quote, Just when the Fed thought the White House had instructed Biden's Department of Labor to go easy on the fabricated data, and after several months of declining job openings and easing payrolls in line with an economy that is gradually slowing, if not outright, falling into a recession. Moments ago, the BLS absolutely shocked and stunned markets. Strategists and economists, when the DOL decided to come up with the biggest data fabrication in years, it reported that in August, job openings exploited from 8827 MMs to a mind-blowing 9.61 million, end quote. Quote, it is the BLS position that there was a 35% increase in professional and business services job openings, an absolutely hilarious go-seeking of data, end quote. Quote, and while we have previously discussed the chronic fabrication of job openings data by the BLS 
which goes against all private surveys. We are confident that when the Biden admin finally falls and some enterprising forensic accountant digs to find out just where all these fake numbers came from, what they will find is some political hack at the BLS slash DOL, claiming that it's not their fault, but rather that it's the response rate. End quote. Don't trust before you verify. A well-known professor at Wharton School said on national TV that, quote, the economy is cooking. It is hot. End quote. That's unbelievable. The common phrase of disbelief. This is an article that reminded me of something similar to this. In econ textbooks in college, which leads to debates with students and professors about obviously false theories being proposed, such as a textbook by Samuelson who wrote, quote, Savings are bad for the economy, end quote. Students pointed out to the professor, Savings at banks gives banks the money to lend to small businesses. How can that be bad? The book was used in the vast majority of classrooms. Millions of copies were sold. Samuelson even got the Nobel Prize for it, which is laughable because that prize is just being political. The damage to generations miseducated millions of economists, it's unmeasurable. It may have contributed to the vast overspending of governments at all levels in the U.S. for the past decades. There was two people that just won the Nobel for the Myrna vaccine for COVID because it was so effective and allegedly saved so many lives. Here's a joke. Along with many noted scientists have written in the past two years, the vax is still experimental. It has not gotten normal FDA approval. It is now universally known to have killed or severely injured millions of people, many more than the COVID virus itself. That just confirms that the Nobel Award is political. Unfortunately, nowadays, everything is fake. Therefore, don't trust before you verify. But don't use Google either for verification as it is highly slanted to one side. Google's motto, quote, do not harm, end quote, was abandoned several years ago. Unfortunately, nowadays, you can't believe anything this current government is telling you. For example, what happened in August with the Maui fires in Hawaii? Until this day, my heart goes out to those people that lost everything and even lost some family members and friends. It was a tragedy. The thing is, those people needed help. They needed aid. Some of them lost everything. They lost their life savings, they lost their house, they lost it all. And what did they get from FEMA to help them with their house destructions? They got immediate payment of $700 per person. So tell me, is that the government taking care of its own people? Instead of the government giving money to help their own citizens rebuild and helping out during a disaster, what is the government doing? Giving money 
to Ukraine because we are told we need to stop Russia. Russia is trying to rebuild the Soviet Union. Whatever the government tells us, we have to listen and agree with, which isn't true. The government has spent over $113 billion overall to aid the people of Ukraine in defending their nation. $113 billion. Instead of this government helping their own citizens, like the people of Maui, or the average citizen that is living paycheck to paycheck and is struggling to pay bills, struggling to pay rent, struggling to buy food because inflation keeps going up. Instead of helping people like that, or even helping our veterans who fought for our freedom, and most of them are homeless, instead of trying to take care of them, we give billions to other countries. Now tell me, does that make sense to you? Is there interest for us giving money to other people? Is there a reason behind it? Does this government really care about its citizens right now? Think about it and ask yourself that question. You see how everything's bad, everything's gotten. Crime, prices, everything's skyrocketed in the last couple of years. You see it everywhere. And look at this president when he went to Maui and how he compared to people losing their houses, actually losing their houses, compared to him almost having a little fire in his house. Take a listen. I don't want to compare difficulties, but we have a little sense, Jill and I, what it's like to lose a home. Years ago, now 15 years ago, I was in Washington doing Meet the Press. It was a sunny Sunday. And lightning struck at home on a little lake that's outside of our home, not a lake, a big pond, and hit a wire and came up underneath our home into the heating ducts, the air conditioning duct. To make a long story short, I almost lost my wife, my 67 Corvette, <laughs> and my cat. But all kidding aside, I watched the firefighters, the way they responded. You know, there's an old expression. I grew up right across the street from a fire hall in Claymont, Delaware. And the expression is, God made man, then he made a few firefighters. You're all crazy, thank God. The only people who run into flames to help other people. And they ran into flames save my wife and save my family. Not a joke. The smoke and the firefighters here can tell you sometimes smoke is so thick from the windows out, it was that thick inside the home. And we were, we were insured. We did not have any problem. But being out of our home for a better part of a year was difficult. I can only imagine what it's like to lose your home completely, burn to the ground, and more importantly, all the things that matter to you. And it gets even better. So Fox News reported this. A 2004 report from the Associated Press, archived by LexisNexis, said, Lightning struck the Biden's home and started a, quote, small fire that was contained to the kitchen, end quote. 
The report said firefighters got the blaze under control in 20 minutes and that they were able to keep the flames from spreading beyond the kitchen. So this president is comparing a small fire in a kitchen to people that lost their house completely and would never get it back. So you can think about that comparison and what this government keeps telling you. And it's not just the government that doesn't care about the average citizen. Celebrities don't care about you either. There's a video that happened in August between Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Oprah Winfrey telling the average person, the average citizen, 60% who is living paycheck to paycheck and who is struggling to donate your hard-earned money to people in Maui. Take a listen to the video first. We were so concerned about what was happening in Maui that we were texting back and forth. And I read this article that Dolly Parton had given money in her community. And I said, I think this is the answer. You said, I think that's the answer. I said, I love it. And so we have created the People's Fund of Maui that will put money directly in the hands of the people who need it right now. So if you send a donation, just click where you see below and send a donation. That money is going to go to one of many residents who have been displaced in Maui. We guarantee. That's right. I know a lot of people out there, as Oprah and I have been finding, are just uh, having a hard time trusting where the money goes, what organizations that I send money to, how can I help? Uh, in this case, the fund that we created with a lot of hard work from a lot of hardworking people yeah. who all care about these people of, of Maui, uh, as Oprah was saying, it is a clean direct from you directly to their hands and right away with some real immediacy because as we're finding, as you guys around the world know, with disasters like this, the number one need is money. Is money. Is money. In hand. And, and so people being that. able to have their own agency, being able yes. to make decisions for themselves about what they need and what their family needs, that's our goal, is to get that to the people now. And so we appreciate any support that you can give all the people who were calling me and texting me and messaging me and saying, what do I do? What do I do? This is what you do. Oh, you know. The People's Fund of oh, Maui. <laughs> so why does stuff like this get me worked up? The people of Maui... Yes, to donate the money is great because they need money. They lost it all. It's not their fault. Things happen, whether it was a natural cause or it wasn't. But the thing that works me up is when celebrities are asking you, the average person, for you to donate money. Trust me, I understand. If you make your own money and you become successful rich, by all means, it's your money. You worked hard. You made it. You do whatever you want with it. But if you're asking the average citizen to donate money, when Dwayne The Rock Johnson's net worth is $800 million and Oprah Winfrey's net worth is $2.8 billion asking you, the average person, citizen, who doesn't have money in anything like that, who is living paycheck to paycheck, who is struggling, asking you to donate money when they can single-handedly change everything. To me, that's wrong. That's why I say the unfortunate truth, the government's not going to help you. These celebrities aren't going to help you. No one's going to help you, unfortunately. Truth is, you're on your own. And that's the reality of it. Don't expect or rely on aid. Because once you do, 
you will be in trouble because you will be at the mercy of their hands. So create your money, create your own wealth, and obviously you have to financially educate yourself. And you cannot believe or trust nowadays everything you hear, which is unfortunate, but that's the society we live in nowadays. You have to do your research, educate yourself, because people have their own interests. They don't care about you. They don't care about anyone's well-being beside themselves and their own self-interest. That's going to be for this podcast episode. As always, I appreciate you guys listening. And I thank you for taking your time out of your day to listen to these episodes. As always, thank you, Patreon member Blade262, for being a Patreon member and helping support this podcast. As always, if you want to be a Patreon member, the link is always in the descriptions below. And I appreciate if you do. As always, please subscribe, share with others to notify and inform other people about what's going on. And for people to be the best version of themselves. Because nowadays, it's very crucial and important. So thank you guys again. I wish you the best. Keep yourself informed. And take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Change Your Mindset Podcast. Be sure to tune in every week for a new episode. As always, change your mindset to change your life.